hosting the Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. About technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you very much for listening. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. As the name on the box says, episode 159. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au will tell you about them shortly. And uh, each and every week, my name, Trevor Long. I'm joined by Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mates. G'day, Trevor. Good to be with you once again. Lot to chat about tonight. Lot to talk uh, about. Interesting show. And uh, we recorded on Wednesday night. It was budget night last night. We've got some great apps to save money later. But the breaking news is... And uh, there's no co-payment to listen to two blokes talking no. tech. That's we've 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 had a cabinet <laughs> meeting and we've decided that there will be no co-payment. Yes, thanks to our good friends in Netgear, we will keep this show for free, available for you. So good luck with your Medicare co-payments. But here on Two Blokes Talking Tech, all free. Something that's not free, um, and probably is a little pricey, but. Damn, it's exciting! Is um is a micro SD card now? It's hard to get excited about pieces of storage like this, but when SanDisk do something like bring the amount of scale they have brought to micro SD, um, it is exciting. So we're talking about here 128 gigabytes of storage space in a micro SD card. Now the micro SD is those even like you get an SD card in your uh, in your camera. That might be, you know, the size of a postage stamp. Micro SD is the size of your pinky finger at best. And SanDisk, uh, first in the world to have uh, an 128 gig micro SD card, which should retail for around 200 bucks, mate. This is so cool. It is. Well, you, you think about look, the top capacity on an iPhone now is still only 64 gig. This is twice that. Mm. And you've got to remember that most Android devices, tablets, smartphones have a micro SD card slot. So straight away you can up you can double your storage, have twice as much storage as you would on an iPhone. Now that's not to say the next iPhone's not going to have one twenty eight gig. I hope it does. But you think about the amount you can store and as you said, it's the size of your pinky finger's fingernail. It's <laughs> tiny. So you can fit sixteen hours of full H D video, seven and a half thousand songs, three thousand two hundred photos, and more than a hundred and twenty apps. That's on that one little card. Yeah. And what well, I think my, the interesting story about this, though, is the fact that, look, it's out, it's done, world first from uh, SanDisk, but it's the, the development cycle, the technology has gr- in, uh, increased unbelievably since 2004. So that's 10 years ago when SanDisk produced the first micro SD card at 128 megabyte capacity, mm. which back then everyone was ooing and ahhing and thinking, wow, this tiny little memory card. So that's now increased 1,000 times to 128 gig. That is very, very impressive. And you know what? Worth the price. Oh, no, and you know what? I bought a, um, I bought a 64 recently, and I, I paid a high price, and I think it was one of the premium. You know, they all come at different speeds and stuff too. So I may have paid nearly that amount for, for a premium end one, but 
you know, 128 gig, you think about that in your smartphone and you look at things like um, the, the Samsung Galaxy, even the, the Motos that are coming out, a simple SD card slot can take an 8 gig phone to be everything you need. I mean, the amount of photos you can store on these things, the amount of apps, because remember on an Android phone, you can store, you can actually save your apps and install them on the SD card in many cases. Yeah. It really does change the device quite radically, and it, it goes with you. So, Well, you, you think about with, with an Android device, you mentioned that you, you don't need to pay up front for a lot of memory. Mm. Like an iPhone's a 64 gig, and you pay for that. Yeah. So imagine now the, the market, the, the, what, what Android phone manufacturers can offer now, where there's minimal built-in storage, mm. but now you can offer, it's got a micro SD card slot, even if you buy a 32 gig micro SD card, which isn't that much, it's like about I think 40, 50 bucks, if that. And you, you, you're going to increase your memory. And the beauty is that if when you change your phone, or you, you can easily just take the card, pick it up, whack it in the in the new device, and then all your stuff's there. Yeah, and you think just about tablets, easy. tablets that have the same thing. So you know, moving files, moving photos across. There's some real advantages to to this oh, simple flash storage stuff too. Like I love the fact that like I've I've got a micro SD card that I take travel and whenever I travel I have it with me to play. I've got the all seven seasons of the West Wing on one micro SD card. How big is that one? Sixty four gig, mm-hmm. and there's still room on it. There's still room on it for more. So that's just the whole seven seasons of you know, and they're, they're like twenty two, twenty three episodes per season. So mm-hmm. a lot of data easily fit on that little micro SD card, and yeah. I could play that in. Uh, on an Android tablet, an Android smartphone, and it's terrific. Yep, I mean, and, and I was just looking at uh, the Harris Technology website where I bought a 64 gig recently, 123 bucks I paid for that roundabout. Uh-huh. You know, to to I I expected to be honest, I expected these 128s to be 300 bucks. So I think a 199 price, price. pretty excellent. good. And how they do it, I, I like the technique. They call they use memory die, so that's like a layer of the flash memory mm. stacked on top of each other. And so each of those lines, each of those layers is thinner than a human hair. Mm. It's amazing technology, isn't it? And it is. how far we've come. Who knows? We're going to be probably in two years' time talking about the, the 260 gig, or whatever the next one's going to be. Yep. And you know what? I just did, uh, kind of go off track a little bit, but I, I saw on Twitter, and I'll find the photo and, uh, and, and post it or share it with you at the very least. I saw a photo of... Um, of a USB drive, you know, a normal thumb drive, yeah? But this was a USB 3 capable. And it wasn't, you know, small like the ones we've got now, but it might have been the size of a, a matchbox, for example. It was one terabyte. <laughs> a one terabyte USB, USB key, right? Wow. This is, I mean, where we're going with storage is phenomenal. And uh, and it's oh, a great, yeah. it's really exciting because it means we can we can keep things. We can have archives. It's just, you know, it becomes a very important thing for people to learn how to how to archive, how to back and, up and, on different things like that. And that's right. Yeah, back up. Makes it easy to back up our stuff. How many times you hear people have lost everything? Oh, lot lost my contacts or photos. Yeah. It's a great way to back your stuff up. Very- All right. You can check out uh, – it looks just like any other micro SD card. Let's not kid ourselves. It's just got a 128 written on it instead of a 64 <laughs> or anything else. But uh, uh, details and uh, and availability and the like will uh, become more and more uh, apparent to us over the coming weeks and months. But techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. 
Yeah, well, it was a big night in Canberra yesterday, and I'm not talking about the Raiders' crisis talks either after two <laughs> big losses. I'm talking about the federal budget handed down by the Treasurer, Joe Hockey. Dancing uh, Joe. reactions. It was, uh, you know, there were some people who thought it was courageous, other people thinking, well, how am I going to eat tomorrow? So a lot of mixed reactions to it. But I think the bottom line is that there is – it does bite a little bit deep for some people. Uh, in fact, yep. a lot of people are going to – it's going to cost them money. We, we mentioned lightheartedly the copay at the start of the show. Um, so we did dismiss that Twitter rumour that we're going to be having co-payments to listen to two blokes. And definitely not the case. But if you are going to visit the doctor, if you're going to, pay, you're going to be paying more for petrol, things like that, you know, you're going to have reduced family benefits and things like this. So we thought it was an opportunity to talk about ways where there, you may need to find some money to go to the doctor and you may need to tighten the belt a little bit. So I, uh, we, we put together some apps that can help you save money. And they're very simple and very handy apps that we'll go through really quickly. I think I, I, the one I like is Motormouth, which is iOS and Android. Yep. And it's an app that helps you find the cheapest petrol. Now, this is relevant considering there's going to be a new fuel excise. So um, you've been able to save a few bucks at the Bowser every couple of weeks is going to hopefully make that excise almost non-existent. So if you can mm. save that money or it's going to save the money to direct to other places. So yep. Motormouth, uh, great app to start with there. It, it sort of knows the petrol cycle, knows the best days to buy fuel and could find lowest price fuel in your area. I like the um, the idea of Red Laser, which is not an uncommon thing. And certainly when you search for products on Google, you'll get a lot of information about where it's available. But the Red Laser, available both iOS and Android for free, uh, allows you to actually scan the barcode of a product and, and it'll then do an online lookup to find you prices for that product which is very cool i mean it's it's all it's always a bit iffy with australian barcodes australian shopping and stuff but still well worth a quick scan to see whether you can actually find yourself a better bargain use it in store too. scan the bloody thing while you're in someone else's store and see if you can actually just use that to simply walk up to the counter and say hey can you do me a better deal Absolutely, mate. Comparison shopping on the spot. Love it. Yeah. While we're talking about shopping, Groupon, which is, you know, the group buying deals. You see uh, there's a lot of deals on offer. So whether you want to take a holiday or have a meal or enjoy some kind of service, Groupon app, which is both iOS and Android as well, free app, uh, can help you find those deals near you. So if you're traveling or in Australia, wherever you are, Mm. the deals, you can not only uh, redeem them on your phone, but instead of having to print out a big cumbersome bit of paper to take into the store, you can actually just use the phone, your smartphone, iOS and Android, to show the coupon and then redeem your deal. So uh, if you want to, rather than having to spend $200 on dinner, there may be a deal where you can spend $70 for two, and there's a lot of good deals to be had. And the strength of of that deal is that it's a group discount. So the more people get it, everyone then gets the discount. So uh, well worth checking out Group On. All right. And um, we're reading through these. You can check them out at uh, techguide.com to do a couple more. Um, and this one's very useful because it's, uh, it's about energy in your home. So the Energy Calc Pro, which is uh, for iOS, um, $2.49, allows you to um, work out the energy costs associated with everyday products. So you can actually say, look, I've got a fridge. It's a bit old. The average wattage is it, and it'll actually help you determine the cost of that thing per year. Um, and now, look, it may not be 100% accurate, and there's devices, Bell, can have things that you can get to, to help you with that. But just to get an understanding broadly of how many devices are contributing to your bill might mean that you think twice about, you know, leaving di- different things on, be it the heater, be it the, the, the slow cooker, who knows? 
but a great little way to just do simple calculations about your energy that's costs. Great. You know, and, and, and it gives you an idea. It's like a taxi meter in, that, that's running for your electricity. You think you're keeping an eye on it, and you make some decisions. It could end up saving you literally hundreds of dollars a year. I really like that. Another one, uh, last one, we're going to chat about in this segment is Skype. Now, a lot of people, how many calls have you had on the radio? And I get on the radio, people say, look, I'm traveling overseas. What SIM card do I get? Do I do this? Do I do that? You know what? Use Skype. Forget the SIM. Get into a network, Wi-Fi. There'll be Wi-Fi in your hotel, Wi-Fi in every cafe, and use Skype. It's free. Free between Skype, iOS, Android, Windows Phone. They've all got it. If you want to make a video call or an audio call, if you want to call back home, you're traveling, or even if you want to just call someone locally, you're both on Skype. It is free, people. So that can save you big bucks. There's all the apps. Uh, there's many more, and uh, we'll always help you with those things, whether it's a device or an app, whatever it might be, to help you save money. And if you've uh, got questions or comments, hit us up on Twitter, at Trevor Long and at Stephen Fennick. And we do this thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for all your home and small business networking products. And if you go there now like I have and click on home and, and look at look at storage because it's a really interesting thing. And I'm, I'm just about to upgrade my NAS uh, with a Netgear Ready NAS, which is all about storage made easy. So your data is precious and, and it's personal, whether it's finances, photos, whatever it is, making sure it's protected and accessible with a Ready NAS for your home uh, is the best way to go. Store your data and media content in your own private cloud so all my photos can be there movies Stephen might have all the west wing episodes sitting there and they are available then to almost all your devices in the home because they sit on your network you can access it um, remotely from uh, from outside your network via the internet um, they've got an amazingly well updated interface that has improved this thing no end uh, drag and drop files photos and browsing your um, your data Excellent products from Netgear. Um, the ReadyNAS is a really great solution uh, at any level for your home. If you have uh, shared um, data, shared photos, shared uh, media, check out the ReadyNAS solutions on uh, netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen And uh, before we uh, move on, just another quick plug for the Lenovo X1 giveaway I've got running at eftm.com.au. Got a Lenovo X1 Carbon with an Intel i5 processor. Great little, um, uh, great little ultrabook. I don't think I've seen a better ultrabook, if I'm honest. And that, I'm not saying that because I've got one to give away. It's beautiful, uh, and uh, it's like very easy. This at the moment, aren't you? This is yeah, your mate. Yeah, laptop of choice. This at the is moment. my laptop of choice at the moment. I'm a uh, big fan. Running Windows 8, which I, I say this to people all the time on the radio when they ask advice on on what to buy. I say, you know, Windows or Mac. It's it's as much a challenge for anyone uh, moving uh, to Windows 8 as it is moving to a Mac. But well worth the challenge if you get into it. And this is a cracking device. Comes with a backpack, so it's all up worth about uh, eighteen fifty. Um, is a great prize. And second prize is an Android tablet from Lenovo, the Yoga 8. So about $2,200 worth of prizes. Easy entry. Just go in, put in your name, press enter, and you are in the draw. Uh, It is a computer draw, not a uh, judge contest. So nice and easy to enter, nice and easy to win. And I promise that if I do win, I will donate the prize back into the pool. Very good, Stephen. Very good. Uh, You can check that out at eftm.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. Now, other not not news, rumours. Jeez, uh, we've had some rumours about Apple. Um, I don't know whether it's just a lead up to <laughs> well, WWDC. Really is a rumour about Apple, isn't it? Until oh, they actually announce something. I'm starting to get frustrated by it, if I'm honest. But anyway, big rumour <laughs> that they're they, they're going to part with one uh, percent of their cash 
or uh, 0.006% of their net worth, <laughs> and buy Beats. Now, this is the Beats by Dr. Dre co- um, company that we've seen with headphones yep. and different stuff, but um, a lot of people in, in – look, I don't want to be rude, but a lot of people who perhaps uh, you know don't quite get the whole concept of what Apple are doing here were thinking, well, they want better headphones or whatever. This is not about the headphones. This is about the music. This is about the deals they can do with music companies. This is about streaming music because they are missing a big – chunk of the category here they sell great music they have itunes radio which is very good but there's a huge growth in streaming subscription music and beats can help them just jump into that game without building it up i think that's what they want mate and i reckon it's worth the three billion dollar investment absolutely 3.4 billion when you've got 150 billion in the bank i think uh it's a very small payout for to acquire this company now you're right. They they are very popular uh, with users. They sell the Beats by Dr. Dre headphones in all Apple stores already. So there's uh, that, that's not going to change anytime soon. But you're right. The the play here is music, and we already know that our iTunes is still going gangbusters. It's got the biggest library of music in the world, more than 37 million tracks. And you think uh, Spotify, Audio, all these other streaming companies only only advertise the fact they've got about 26 million. So Apple have got to jump there. But iTunes is still a very much a download-to-own service, mm. which is kind of losing its shine a little bit, especially when there is these great services, this subscription, all-you-can-eat service for 12 bucks a month, and you can download whatever you want, uh, listen to whatever you want. I think that's kind of where uh, Spotify and all these other companies are picking up customers. So yeah. Apple, imagine Apple opening up a streaming music service What's it going to do to the market? It's going to really make it very interesting. But interestingly, though, too, is the fact that you remember that HTC used to own a portion of Beats. Yeah. And it used to be a part of their devices. Remember they had Beats by HTC Beats Audio, so that that audio technology was built into HTC phones. Yep, yep. That was sold back in uh, – uh, um, Beats actually bought back the those share. shares. It was almost a quarter of the company back uh, late last year. So – it's it's for still fully it's all all beats now. HTC have backed out of it. They've they've gone. Uh, so Apple, as the rumors say, and Reuters have reported that the that Tim Cook, the Apple CEO, has actually met with Beats executives, which includes Dr. Dre, the rapper himself, and music producer Jimmy o- Iovine as well. So uh, I was talking to um, to Dicko and Sarah today on TUE um, just moments before you were on Two GB. God, we we dominate the airwaves in terms of technology. Um, and Dicko, who obviously you know from Australian Idol, was it was a music exec, and he he even I mean he was trying to understand all this stuff, right? But yeah. Um, you know he's been out of the game for a while, but I think he even acknowledged that the 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 personality, the personnel at Beats is probably just as important um, as everything else about the company. Absolutely, yeah. I think well, when when normally when company one co- company acquires another company, it's because what that company needs something that they don't have. In this case, it's it's their tech must be their technology, their streaming services, but it's the people. You know, the, the investors, whenever startups, uh, uh, all, all, all investors are looking for is the team, and then they look at the product. A lot of investors look at the, they want to see the people that are running the show and then the product second. I think in this case, it's the people as well, yeah. and obviously being successful with Beats by Dr. Dre, they've made a big impact. Yeah, an interesting rumor, and I'm sure it'll be confirmed. Maybe it'll be confirmed at uh, WWDC. Um, seems like an well, that's what that's that's the other rumor is that um, Dr. Dre will make an appearance at WWDC 
to formalize, formally announce the deal. I think yeah. that that's what yeah. they're holding back on. So uh, stay tuned for that as well. Makes sense. Uh, stay tuned to Two Blokes Talking Tech for all the news. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, Trevor, it's not very often that we discuss washing machines. <laughs> On two blokes talking tech. You are correct. That is very, very so, rare. White goods have never been a high priority for the two blokes talking tech program. Until now, until today, Samsung has released Australia's first washer-dryer combo with built-in Wi-Fi. Not only has it got built-in Wi-Fi, it's got an 8-inch touchscreen. It's got a screen as big as a tablet on this product. Uh, obviously, premium product. It's three thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. It's a big machine, big enough for your family, my family. Ten kilo washer, eight kilo dryer, fifteen kilo load. You can put in this uh, with their special features as well. But it's got the Wi Fi control, so not only can you connect it to your home network, you can also use a smartphone app, so you can manage the functions of the machine via the internet. So you can stop the washer, start the washer, and you'll also get a notification when your load is complete. A connected washer dryer combo. Who does- you know, I heard I heard you talking about this with Smithy today, and <laughs> I got I got to agree pretty wholeheartedly with both Smithy and the One Iron. I mean, so I get the concept and I see it, but you know, you got to load the thing, and it's like the slow cooker with Belkin Wemo. I mean, a slow cooker is about turning it on and leaving it go. So, what what do you need? <laughs> Why do you need it connected? I'm just not sure. And my answer was because you can, mm. because you can do that. And people will like that. Because you can. Because you can. I think we live in a connected world, and I think that all these devices on our networks. So, look, you think about this, though, as part of a smart home solution, though, okay? You want to have that added control right down to your washer-dryer combo, then this is the product for you. I think this isn't the – this might be the first washer-dryer combo with Wi-Fi, but it certainly won't be the last. There will be other companies. Now, LG have got a whole range of appliances they're going to release in 2014 with just the same functionality and the same ability for you to not to text the machine to start a load, stop a load, or get that notification. Mate, this will this this help me here because often Joe goes to work before me. I'm still here writing, and she says, there's a load of towels in the machine. Don't forget to hang them out. And what do I do? I forget to hang them out. And I'm in the doghouse because the, she comes home, the load is still in the machine. Well, yeah. now, if I get a little notification to say, load's complete, I'm thinking, hey, that's what I've got to do. I've got to hang the washing out. So this could be a marriage saver, this machine. Look, there, you've sold me on that because I did that on the weekend, actually. I left the bloody washing in the, in the, in the machine. So if it just, if it could, look, if the thing could just ring me and say, Trev, quick, your wife's, you know, think about the connectivity. It, because Internet of Things, right, it knows my wife is within 5Ks. She's on her way home. Quickly, put the washing out before she gets home. Of course. I don't like that withering look they give you when you forget the washing. Jesus, withering. I wouldn't mind withering. Fair income. Then <laughs> oh, you feel you think, oh shit, I forgot. You know, like you, you feel bad. Yeah, you know, you don't you don't want to be perceived as a, a lazy member of the household. Yeah, it's just a simple matter of that you forgot. Well, now this can help you. Good luck, Tom. All right. Well, <laughs> Samsung's Wi-Fi washer and dryer combo. Uh, check it out at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening.
to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Now, I've been driving around with a little thing plugged into my car for <laughs> a couple of months now. I did this okay. over, I think it was the Easter long weekend I started. Uh-huh. Um, and it's not a bad little idea. I, you know, the, we've t- I think I've definitely heard about this as a, as a story. You know, I've, I've been called about it on radio stations over the years. The idea of an insurance company tracking you, knowing you're driving, and monitoring your premium based on that. Now, there is now wow. a company in Australia called insurancebox.com.au. That's the name of the insurance company. They are backed by QBE, so that's how they get it done. But basically, if you change your insurance, your comprehensive insurance to insurancebox.com.au, they give you this little box. It gets sent to you. It's, it's smaller than the palm of your hand. And as soon as you plug it into your car, and it plugs into a, a thing called the onboard diagnostics port, which is basically under the steering wheel of every car. It's very easy to find. I change cars every week, and I've found it easily in every one. And you plug it in, and it automatically kind of connects to a network because it's got a mobile SIM card in it. And then it sets, you, sets your account up, and you get an email saying, here's your dashboard login. From then, it monitors your driving. It knows where you are, knows what road you're on, knows if you're going the right speed. It knows if you accelerate too fast or brake too hard because of an accelerometer on board. It knows what time of day it is, so are you doing too much or too little nighttime driving? And it gives you a ranking based on all those things and potentially a lower premium. I think it's very interesting if you are okay with the idea of, you know, basically paying more if you're a hoon. Let me get this straight. So you've got a box in your car that if you drive well and are safe and don't drive too much at night and don't accelerate too hard, is going to reward you with a lower premium. Yeah, so basically. If you, so if you are some, someone's in your car speeding and, and driving recklessly and that, that, that your premium is going to be bumped up the next time around. Correct. So you, in, in your case, a young man in your home has just got his peas. Yes, he has. Young now, man. I think he's now on the road, yes. If you have, you've insured your car, you now need to make sure it's insured for an under 25 driver, you've got a premium. Boom, there it is. If you insure with insurance box, you get your premium. But if he's a hoon, if he's accelerating like a gibbera, braking too hard, driving too fast, your premium will be affected. So that you'll be able to. So, can you access the information yes. yourself? There's you a very basic dashboard that shows okay. you so we'll, well, day by day. Plus, then, if you do like, you know, my son doesn't drive my car; he drives my wife's car. But he, we could look at this insurance box and say, right, let's see how you've been driving. So then, if the cho- if the teenage driver knows that. Yeah. I can't drive this car too fast because, A, my parents are going to find out, and, B, it's going to cost them more money that's in right. insurance. That's right. I think that's a pretty good uh, encouragement, a good incentive to drive safely. Yeah. No, I think it's a really cool idea. I probably, to be honest, I don't think it would be wise for uh, someone with a, a young P-plate driver to be doing it because, you know, at that age, you, you do one little thing wrong, it gets logged. I mean, it's just fair thinking, probably not the way to go. But for an average Joe, right, who who doesn't have multiple family members driving the car, if you are just a regular driver going to and from work, whatnot, it's probably going to save you money because... Yeah. What oh, about company cars? I reckon this would be good for company cars. Yeah. And the only the only the only rating I've got bad is night driving. It seems to not like the fact that I drive at night a, a fair bit, and it basically says, "Hey, try not Plus to drive like, at night." Like doing burnouts too. Is that <laughs> right? Just very glad I didn't even have it when I had the Nissan GTR. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's just a, it's a great it's, idea. It'll be five thousand. Well, well worth checking out. If you want more details, go to eftm.com.au. <laughs> Okay.
Okay, well, we spoke about it on the program already, but I had a chance to go eyes on and ears on with the new Samsung HU9000 curved ultra-high-definition smart LED TV. There's my review right there. It's just a pity. <laughs> but it is a, I've got to say, it is a delightful TV to watch. The picture quality is astounding, especially when you're watching, uh, it, uh, it, if you're watching, obviously, native UHD content, which I did. They, they supplied a box so I could watch native content so that you don't need any upscaling, and it is breathtaking. The picture quality, superb. Black levels, excellent. Clarity, remarkable. So watching this TV is mesmerizing. It's got the uh, auto depth analyzer so that it really gives the depth to the picture. And uh, I've explained in my review here, it's not, not nothing jumps out at you. It's not a 3D effect. It allows you to look further into the image. It does actually create layers to the image so that you're looking deeper into the picture. So it's more immersive. Um, so really they, they, they hit the nail on the head, picture quality, design, of course, the curve in the screen, uh, is a nice subtle curve. The stand also follows a very nicely designed TV, very thin bezel as well. Uh, but really they've nailed the picture quality, great performance too. It's got, you know how that Samsung have the evolution kit, you know how yep. you can upgrade your TV. This has got now what they call the one, the one connect box, which is essentially the evolution kit as well. So everything is connected. So all, all the inputs are in this evolution kit. So if, you, if in a couple of years' time hmm. there is some new uh, port to, for, for UHD or 4K or whatever they're going to call it, this box will then be able to be upgraded so that your TV is up to date. Yeah, and the reason for that is because UHD, while it's already been in the market for you know more than a year now, the problem is there's the the standard for um, encoding and decoding UHD over different broadcast technologies has not been agreed, and so the problem for the manufacturers and a lot of the companies, frankly, other than Samsung, is. If you sell a UHD TV now and by chance the standard is not the one you've got in there, people won't be able to watch this stuff. So that's Absolutely. a real risk. So if UHD is important to you for the future, you, you kind of got to lean towards Samsung for that very reason. So it's an interesting little play um, by them. And I, totally I think right. it's beautiful. Yeah, well, they're talking HDMI 2.0, HEVC. There's all these codecs that people are trying to, trying to put forward as the mm. answer. Uh, so good to know that you're not going to be stuck with old technology if, in fact, you do get the Samsung TV and they decide on one of these formats. A couple other things. Multi-link is a really nice feature where you can split your screen up into up to four sections. So you can have free-to-air on one, cable on another. You can have your Facebook or Twitter feeds. Uh, it's a nice feature. And each of those quarters, you've got to remember, four times the resolution of full HD is UHD. So each quarter of that TV is still a full HD picture. Yeah. Uh, it's very smart and intuitive. The EPG is really cool. It can give you progress of all the programs, what what started and how much you've missed. Uh, it even it's even uh, quite smart in the fact that whenever you, you pull up the internet or the, or Google, it can actually Google what you're watching. Mm. So if you want to find out, you're watching a movie or a TV show, it will know. It, it will default to a Google search of the program you're watching. I, I did it with Seinfeld, and it gave me a, a little Google search of Seinfeld. Uh, and speaking of Seinfeld, it upscaled Seinfeld on the HD channel to, you know, the Seinfeld was a show that was made in the 90s and it looked better than ever. Now, I also played some Blu-ray discs through it, and, namely some Star Wars movies that I know very well. So that's why I wanted to put it through the system. Yep. Upscale the picture beautifully. But my only mark against the TV, my only cross in the uh, in the review mm. was the sound quality. Yeah. 
I was a little disappointed in the speaker quality. I'm not saying they're terrible. They're good for your general viewing and you know, pretty crisp and clear sound, but just didn't deliver on, on when you're watching a movie. You know, All the emphasis has been on picture quality, and that's fantastic, but it didn't quite get there with the sound quality. So if, you, if you're integrating this into a home theater system, not a problem. If you're standing this alone in your lounge room and you want decent sound, I think they could have done a little bit better here in that department. But that's the only thing that I found fault with the TV. Otherwise, mate, a beautiful television. Check it out at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen now, quickly, before you do your minute reviews, just give me a minute. Um, I got this thing this last week from Harman Kardon, which is their Esquire Bluetooth speaker. Now, I've got to tell you, I must have 10 Bluetooth speakers in my office right now. It is, as we've said many times, it's just such a boom category. I like this one because it actually has a really nice design about it. This is a really nice look. Check it out at eftm.com.au. It's a $349 uh, Bluetooth speaker, but a couple of things about it. The quality of the sound is excellent, um, has good uh, speakerphone integration, but also, and I know this is crazy, stupid, simple, but the <laughs> but the PowerPoint for it, right, has three USB inputs. So one USB can be powering and, and charging the uh, the speaker. Another USB can be charging your tablet, and another USB can be charging your phone. So you can replace all of those extra little plugs that you've got around the house with just one thing. So a really smart little extra thing to throw in, um, I think, to a, to a product like uh, a speaker. But um, very, very nice design. It's got that kind of um, dual um, uh, edge finish around the outside like the iPhone 5 had. Just uh-huh. everyone's starting to do that kind of you know brushed edge. It's very nice stuff. So check it out. Um, had a quick look at that at eftm.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fenn. And mate, uh, from our good mates at Signet. Yes, the Signet Charge Up. Now, this is a portable battery. There's actually two in the range. There's an 1100 and a 4400, and that re- represents the power capacity of each of the batteries. Now, how often have you, you know, people thought, oh, my battery's going to run out, and I, can't, I haven't got the time to sit near a PowerPoint, and I, have, and I can't find a PowerPoint because I'm moving about. So what this does, it solves that problem, gets rid of that anxiety that people have. They're on 20% of their battery, and they've got, still got to be out for another four or five hours. Well, with the Signet Charge, up you can carry this in your bag the 4400 model also has one usb it's also got an led torch on the end so a nice little emergency device as well uh, and it can charge your phone up to three times moving up to the 1100 you can it's got two usb ports one of which has got a 2.1 amp output so that's powerful enough to recharge tablets as well so you can even charge two devices at once mm. including gps devices digital cameras portable gaming devices as well any any usb chargeable device the signet can handle it the 1100 can charge your phone up to seven times before it needs to be recharged the charge up 4400 is 3995 and the charge up 1100 is 7995 and is available now from JB Hi-Fi and other major retailers. Check it out at techguide.com.au. And what have you got for us from Acer? Acer Iconia. Now, they're saying that flattery is the sincerest form, sorry, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Well, Apple should feel very flattered because this is a dead set iPad mini knockoff. It looks exactly like the iPad mini, exactly the same screen size, 7.9 inches. The design is almost identical. I've got pictures of the iPad mini next to the Acer Iconia 
A1830, and it is a re- so similar that I'm not I'm surprised Apple hasn't declared a lawsuit. <laughs> but it is an Android device nonetheless. It's got a 1024 by 768 screen. Uh, it is it's got a a a two megapixel camera uh, out up front and a five megapixel camera up the back. Pictures are average, but the and the screen is good, not great. The colors aren't quite as bright. It doesn't have the same PPI as you know your Retina displays, but it does it, it does still have a reasonable processor. It's got dual core processors and it's running Android Jelly Bean. They're not quite uh, Kit Kat just yet, but it is it is pretty reasonably priced. So you know just by the design uh, that that it looks pretty good. It feels good in your hand it's small enough to hold in one hand so it's a good size and unlike other android tablets which have got much narrower screens this has that squarer aspect ratio like well it is the actual exact shape as the ipad mini which i quite like that shape uh, it's only 249 bucks so look if you can't afford an ipad but want a tablet that looks like an ipad this may be the one for you it's a uh, dead spit i mean it's Acer terribly icon. it's terribly it's close icon. isn't it fair dinkum it's two forty nine, and look, it, it's like I think the, the cheapest iPad Mini is three hundred and fifty nine from memory. So. Yeah, yeah. And this has a micro SD card slot too. So if you happen to own a uh, a USB, the uh, micro SD SanDisk one twenty eight gig, which costs almost as much as this tablet, you can have a lot more memory. All right, check it out and see the photos and judge for yourself. Is it an iPad Mini ripoff clone lookalike? I don't know, but um, I think I'm with Stephen on that one. Techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Well, that's another one down, and uh, we've breached our time limit as always, but we've had no complaints about it, so bear with us. It's um, still free, remember. It is free. No co-payment, um, no extra charges for those earning no um, excise too much. On it. That's no, right. no excise. Um, but uh, any proceeds we do get will go into um, um, research for my eating habits. So that's <laughs> fine. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Uh, you can follow Stephen at Stephen Fennick with a PH on Twitter and check out his website, techguide.com.au. Mine is eftm.com.au and at Trevor Long. Stephen, talk to you next week. Yes, you will. Thanks, mate.